Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From... Postcard from the Past and Wardour Studios. This is Podcast from the Past, the Postcard Podcast. This is the program where my guests revisit picture postcards that they've held on to, and together we try to understand what it was that kept those ephemeral objects from oblivion. So each time I welcome to the studio two guests, and it's their postcards that act as a primrose path between our everyday lives and memories, mysteries, and stories. I'm Tom Jackson, and today my guests are comedian and doodler. Beck Hill <laughs> and broadcaster Fiona Talkington. Fiona and Beck, I'm thrilled that you're here. Oh, thank you. Thrilled yeah, to be here. Thanks for having Great. us. Now, Beck Hill is a comedian. Uh, if you've seen her doing her thing live or on YouTube, uh, you'll know her instantly. She's the one who tells stories and reworks songs with flip charts that pop up and do other clever things with paper engineering. And when she's not manipulating paper, Beck has co hosted a show on Sky popped up on CBBC, on Dara O'Brien's Go 8-Bit, and she is pun-obsessed. Uh, <laughs> she runs a comedy night, Pun Run, dedicated to puns, uh, and her one-liners have been praised, lauded, and castigated in equal <laughs> measure. Beck comes to the studio today bearing a 5081 postmark. Where's that from, you ask? That's from Adelaide, Australia. Now, Beck, do you still send postcards? I do. I um, I send them to my grandma, who's uh, in Adelaide, and she's kind of the only person I send postcards to. I think I do it because it's shorter than having a phone call with her. <laughs> That's and, unusual. People would normally say the phone call was easier. Yeah, no, I always end up sort of... It's more like radio grandma, like I end up listening to her for several hours and, and it gets to a point where I, there's no, I don't need to be on the phone anymore. Right, she you just, can't absorb any more information. Well, it's more that she just doesn't... It's, she just needs to talk, and it doesn't matter who's listening. <laughs> but uh, the postcards are nice because she likes to show them off to her friends. She has a little community bus that takes her to the shops, and, and I know that she really likes showing off things to her friends on the bus and the bus driver. So I always try and send her something. Whenever I travel with comedy, if I'm ever, especially if I'm outside of the UK, I always try and send her something so she can show off to her friends. And does comedy take you in lots of different places? Yeah, yeah. So I was in Hong Kong a couple of weeks ago doing uh, stand-up and, and doing a comedy for kids as well, which was um, was really fun. Yeah, it's really nice working with children. And so everywhere you go, you can keep an eye on the postcards. Yes, yeah, exactly. Very Always good. scoping them out. <laughs> Fiona Talkington is a broadcaster, writer, presenter and curator uh, who has become synonymous with BBC Radio 3, where she's been a presenter since 1989. 
She's particularly so she known. Was two. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Child broadcaster. Yes, yeah. yes. She's probably best known for her work on Late Junction, which is the station's eclectic late night culture music programme. And she has an encyclopedic knowledge of music from classical, world, traditional, jazz, experimental, choral. Basically, you want her on your pub quiz team for the music <laughs> round. I'm not sure about that at all. <laughs> Fiona comes to us today with an RG1 Reading postmark from Reading in Berkshire. Now, Fiona, when did you last send a postcard? Uh, two days ago. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, hooray. You win. <laughs> yes. Rest yeah. of us will leave. <laughs> I've just come back from... Ireland and I was catching up with family and travelling around a little bit. So I felt that I should send some postcards to family who weren't there and may have felt left out of this reunion, uh, but also a, a lovely postcard to a dear friend of mine. And, and we do exchange postcards when we've travelled around. So I, the, the last postcard I sent was of a bright yellow bookshop in the town of Kinsale. Oh, sounds good. And really, really lovely. And just around the corner from that bookshop was the shop that I used to stay with where my cousins lived when I was a little girl. So there was a lot of history in a great bookshop. So what more could you want? So that's currently probably on a plane winging its way to Oslo at the moment. (laughs) Oh, right. Then then it'll end up in a a sack and it'll find its way through Oslo and to someone's house. Yes. Fantastic. Exactly that. Fantastic. So exciting. Yeah, a warm feeling to a cold place. Very good. Before we see and hear um, about the cards that Beck and Fiona brought with us, I'll do a quick one of mine. This is, of course, a sort of postcard from the past style card where I take a bit of a message from um, an old card, which may be odd or strange or funny or or none of the above. We'll see. This intrigued me. It's a card from Saundersfoot. And I, I actually haven't seen this design before, and I've seen a lot of cards. And it has a big yellow strap across the top. Yeah. And it says, colourful Saundersfoot. <laughs> It just seems strange to me that you would tell people the place is colourful. You've got a picture. You don't. Yeah. Anyway. It's quite harsh to anyone who's colourblind or something, isn't it? Just really go. rubbing Always it in. Always thinking of other people. That's very yeah, good of you. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, I thought this message, colourful Saundersfoot, it was like a kind of instruction. And, and the message on the back bears this out. I wish we had your colour camera for slides. The colours are lovely. <laughs> so I feel it's like sort of thought control. Yeah. I think they've, they've read the message and... Um, well, they're at the front of the card, and it's kind of translated into their into their brain. Their colours are lovely, and it's also the finish on the postcard as well. It's that sort of rather sort of bumpy matte. Oh yeah, yeah. the colours are not very good actually. Colours are very no. washed out. I like to think that they spent the whole trip being like, "This place is so beautiful and colourful. I wish yeah. I had a colour camera." Yeah. And then they saw the postcard and was like, oh, <laughs> "That's perfect." Yeah, yeah, they're reading my mind. Yeah, I like you finding a postcard than... of that bookshop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, but this is it. There, maybe there is the perfect card each time, but you have to find it. Yeah. You have to find it. And and this is perhaps sent to somebody who was really into photography and that what the the colour slides. Mm. So so maybe it didn't really matter about the beach and the boats and the sand, but yeah. just that. Yeah. And, sort and of, of course, oh, they'll laugh at this. Yeah. You know? No one takes slides anymore. And slides no. were quite serious. If you took slides, you were a serious, uh, seriously into your photography. I think. Yeah, I wonder if people are going to talk about Instagram in the future the way that people talk about slides Well, they're going to have to find a way to archive it off first, aren't they, that you keep them because digital stuff's just going to go. Yeah, 
Yeah. There'll be a big attack by the Russians. <laughs> no one did <laughs> slides of their meals, did they? Yeah. Everything yeah. will just go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing. You know, these postcards, they're a bit bumped around the edges, but they survive. Yeah. Now, rather than doing another postcard from the past card quickly now. I'm going to do something else. This is, uh, in many ways, I think this is a, probably a summary of your career, Beck. I see what you think. There's a, there's a <gasps> special card. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like, uh, so it's it, it's a card of a clown. It's terrifying as well as what it is. It's a it's a cartoon clown with a little dog. But there's there's it's got little googly eyes. So the clown's got these crazy eyes. I'm and trying to see if you can hear check, it. Check out his stomach. He's got... Oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's this is the best. This is the best postcard I've ever seen in my life. You'd said more if you found them, wouldn't you? I absolutely. <laughs> now it's made me think. Oh, how can I incorporate this into one of my flip charts? <laughs> and, and not enough of my flip charts have a squeaky tummy. No, you, you don't have squeaky well, No, I've are. got. I've There's used squiggly eyes. I've used fishing line. I've used balloons, but I haven't used a squeaky toy yet. I don't want to get distracted from our main agenda here, which is to look at your cards. But I've got one more for you to look at here, back. And this really is in line with what you do. It's a, it's a bit older, actually. It's probably uh, <laughs> about nineteen twenty, I think. It's a, it's a well, you can describe it. And oh <laughs> wow! Okay, so it's a postcard. It's a what era would you say? I think it's twenties. I'd have thought. So twenties, sort of the, a, a very beautiful looking woman in a big glass dress, and then when you pull a tab, a big red tongue pokes out her mouth. This is it's near her mouth, amazing. anyway. It's yeah, it's close enough. Top of her enough. mouth, I think. <laughs> That's incredible. And she looks so saintly as, as well. <laughs> yeah. It could be a picture of Saint, Saint Teresa or something. <laughs> yes. And then sort of, so, yeah. it's, so it's extra naughty. A slightly really. ropey paper tongue sticks out. Yeah, it's very yes. gil- like Terry Gilliam-esque from uh, yeah. Monty Python. That's right. It's like it's added on. <laughs> but the, the, the font at the back looks like it's, it's hard to, obviously it's, it's in colour, so it's that sort of dates to an extent. But do you know roughly when that was made? I, I think it's 20s. Uh, wow. Postkarte, Weltpostverein. But that really is what you do, isn't it? Often with your tabs. Yeah, and yeah that that's, is, that's yeah. very much... I'm, I'm almost you, offended that someone thought of it. Yeah, before. you'll have to pay them a royalty now. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Oh, I've lost the tab. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> her tongue sometimes goes down her throat. Yeah. I think I've just it's made it go down her throat, actually. <laughs> Sorry, lady. <laughs> Well, um, I should remind all of you listening at home that images of the cards, and we'll do a moving image yes. of, of our tongue lady, um, they'll be on the website, <laughs> um, postcardfromthepast.co.uk, and you can see that, unlikely though it sounds, we're not making this up. Now, Fiona and Beck, you've been kind enough to come onto the studio today bringing postcards of your own. Beck, we'll start with you. Now, mm. I have a suspicion that you may have cheated slightly with this first card, but... Um, what have you got for us? I have cheated ever so slightly. I think it's a postcard because it was it, it portrays an image from a particular place, and my grandma sent it. But it it is a fold. It is a folded card. But it's my, a greetings card that you choose to treat as a postcard. Yes, exactly. Well, what That's is your prerogative? What is a postcard if not half a greeting card? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's actually well, it's it's a birthday card essentially. Um, she's uh, uh, she's written happy birthday to my to my husband in there. And there's not really a message, except at the bottom of the card, she's just written, this is a photo on the front. And it's of a little Shetland pony in a sort of field with a car that's sort of very old and dilapidated in the background. And I just love the fact that she'd written this as a photo on the front. Like, we thought maybe it was a really intricate painting or something. Yeah. And she 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 bought this from one of her trips. I think it's the Barossa Valley on a little community bus that I talked about before. 
And I called her and I asked her what she meant by that. And it turns out what she meant to write was this is a photo of and then the the place on the front. But she'd forgotten that part and <laughs> just been a bit obvious. <laughs> but because you've, you've been here a while, but you grew up in Australia, mm. all that stuff is still there, isn't it? So you've kind of got stuff from the last 10 years or so here. So your, your, your postcard archive is elsewhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I do actually have a huge collection of postcards and things like that because I'm, I'm a bit of a hoarder, but it's all back at my mum's house in Adelaide. She must love that. Oh, yeah, she loves it. Yeah, they're in, they're, they're all in crates and everything, so we're not really... Crates uh, of postcards. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting on the plane. Yeah. yeah, they're mixed up amongst all the... For some reason, sweet wrappers, oh, right. like lolly wrappers, I always end up holding onto those for some reason. Yeah. It'd be worth a fortune one day. Yeah. I think it's more because I always you always associate with a certain time of your life or an event or something like that. Yeah, and I love that she sends me postcards and, and greeting cards from her little trips with her community on a community bus because it's, I know that she's getting out and about and she's seeing things, but also they're just all reminders of things that are near Adelaide. And we were talking briefly about how when you go back to your hometown, especially as someone who's moved away or stuff, um, you start to see it in the light that, that tourists see it. You, you've, of course, when you live there, you kind of get a bit over it all. And, um, and it's nice when I get things like that. And I go, oh, yeah, this quite a picturesque place. And you're a different person now anyway. Yeah. When you were there because you're older. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I really appreciate Shetland ponies and and it, falling it, apart. It looks cars. a little bit like this Shetland pony has had a terrible car crash. And it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it's, really it's walking away in a bit of a daze from the yeah. from the wreckage. Or it's yeah. waiting for the explosion yeah. and yeah. it's so yeah. cool it won't look back at it. Yeah, exactly. It sort of it's the Terminator like it's or fringe, it? yeah. There's yeah. a real story there, and you imagine that, that we've zoomed into to that, but what's going on beyond yes. the borders yeah, yeah. Of, of, of that picture? Yeah. Are, are there several more Shetland after. ponies and they're all <laughs> waiting to be rescued? Peer pressure or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've got to thank your grandmother for that. It's very yes, good. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, Brenda. <laughs> Let's get on to safer postcard ground now, uh, before people start to think we've uh, smashed the format. Uh, <laughs> Fiona, what's your first delivery? Well, I brought a couple of postcards with me, but actually I'm going to send you the, the bill for my therapy, Tom, <laughs> but because in order to bring these, I had to go back through many, many other deliveries because I, I've got a, you know at least four large boxes of postcards at home and I thought this was going to be easy and actually my brain's going, who, oh. who was Bob? Who was that? Why have I got that? Where did that get come from? Crate, <laughs> was, it, was it an emotional turmoil or was it, was it, is it therapy? Did you come out the other end of it? I'm not sure I'm out the other end of it at all. Um, things may change dramatically. I really enjoyed doing it. And having just come back from Ireland, I then realised that there are boxes and loads of postcards from Ireland and families over the years, including one, a picture of where I was staying last week, but probably a long time ago, sent by uncles and aunts to their sisters. And those houses weren't, were not there. <laughs> that, that's a, a, extraordinary. So it was a journey of memory, but, but also, who are these people? And, <laughs> and they still said, dear Fiona, you know, thinking of you and lots of love. I don't know who you are. Oh. Um, so I obviously need to go back. But I have brought a couple, eventually got to the point of putting just a few in a bag and then getting them out on the train this morning and arriving at well, a postcard. Brilliant. It's brilliant that you, you had such an embarrassment of riches to, to, to work through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's look at this, this colourful one here. OK. So this is one with a, a handy piece of old sellotape mm -hmm. uh, at, at the top. So this was clearly on an office wall, or um, I, I would imagine. 
And it's addressed to somebody in Spain, but it was posted in Reading. So I I don't know whether this was somebody who was on holiday in Spain Mm. and she received the postcard. It doesn't say who sent it. There isn't a, you know, dear Ada, love from Bill or anything like that. But it's of views of the Thames Valley and I live in Reading. So these are all places around me, though they've actually left off. Reading, it's Marlow, Windsor, Sonninglock, Henley on Thames, and Maidenhead. So all the really <laughs> picturesque they Reading views. Reading. They yeah. circled Reading, and actually, Reading has got a beautiful riverfront. So let's let's hear it for Reading. Mm-hmm. So all those sort of old colours. All the water is bright blue. There's Windsor Castle, lots of swans, barges, and people having a lovely time. It's always sunny in the Thames Valley. What date is this one? Do you know? So this this is a. Mm, Possibly 1969. That's his stamp? Yeah, it looks very much like 69 to me. And because I've always collected postcards ever since I was a child, I think I became the recipient of anyone who was clearing out an office. So people who worked in an office would just scoop things off notice boards and give them to me. And then when I've helped to clear out flats of relations who've died, then there have been postcards. So I, I don't know why I've got this. Um, (laughs) There's a connection to you somewhere, you're just not sure what it is. But somewhere, somebody gave me a a job lot of of this or I was related to this person or somebody was just glad to get rid of a load of postcards (laughs) um, to, to someone who collected them. But going through those crates of postcards, I was really struck by the writing and I'm well, sh- literally the handwriting, the handwriting, mm. and the green ink and the red ink, <laughs> and all the different inks that yeah. that you get, and the tiny, tiny writing that somebody once upon a time must have been able to read. But going through this, I, I really don't know what you're saying. I think there's a whole novel yes. just, just there, and I can't make it out at all. And the topics and the adjectives were really interesting. The word nice. Always having yes. a nice time. The weather is nice. The hotel is nice. That, that suddenly we go on holiday and we're, we're lost for words. Yeah. We, we, we don't actually know how to describe where we are. Yeah, my husband's a writer and he says I look nice all the time. And one day I stopped him and I went, you're a writer. You can do better than Try nice. <laughs> when you're going to compliment me, I want to hear anything but nice. <laughs> exactly. And, and the topics are invariably the weather. People have saved up, you know, especially with the old postcards. They've gone on holiday and they're really banking on, on having a good time. And that's, a, that's simply a bad bet in this country. You know, sometimes it's nice, but you've got absolutely no guarantee. No, not at all. So, so this postcard sent to Mrs X at the Hotel Cactus Playa in Callea in Spain. I don't know where, where that she's is. she's holidaying in the well, sun. I imagine she's holidaying and... and Somebody has written rather lovely writing. This is writing that I can read. It's 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 quite beautiful. It's even. It's yeah. it, it's straight. It's it's from a different generation, isn't it? it? Yes, absolutely. And it says just simply: weather atrocious, fog, <laughs> rain, thunderstorm, and tempest. Wish you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Very so good. they want her to know that that you know back at home in the Thames Valley or, or yeah. wherever it, it's pretty dreadful but no doubt she's basking on some Spanish beach but it's also quite sweet wish you were here that's it's rather lovely that someone's yeah. bothered to send a postcard to somebody on holiday and uh, I, but isn't she yeah. isn't she being ironic Absolutely. It's, it's oh, yeah. sweet and ironic. I think irony is working lots of different ways as yeah, well. Yeah, it's the contrast to the picture on the front. 
com- com- completely. And it was just, um, I don't know, I, I, I guess there weren't too many postcards around uh, of, of the Thames Valley in, in those days, mm. you know, maybe you know, the old river views everywhere. So this was probably a pretty standard postcard. But it, but the fact that it says Thames Valley is sort of, remember where you're from. Yeah. Remember what you're coming back to. Yes. If you go into, um, well, there aren't so many left now, WH Smith's, you'll still find, in lots of towns, you'll still find mm. cards of the local area sometimes. It's um, Even if they're not touristic, even if they're just, if you're in, I don't know, Sheffield or you're in uh, Newcastle, bits of the t- town that isn't necessarily a tourist centre, but you still find those local cards. I suppose they're just useful in the same way there. They want to send a note on it. And... Yeah, people do. And uh I live in Reading. It's a big university town. A lot of people come and study from other countries. And perhaps one of the first things they want to do is to send postcards home and say, this is where I am. I'm studying, you know, sitting by a gorgeous riverside in Maidenhead or some, something, but they're, they're probably not. But it, it's just having that, that possibility. Yeah. I think the idea of sending a card to someone on holiday as well is completely alien to us now. I just don't yeah. think you would do that. You may well ring them, to be honest. You think, oh, it'll cost me a bit more, but I'll ring them, you know, just to keep in touch with the relative. Uh, or certainly you might send them some kind of social media message. But to send a postcard to someone, you'd feel it wouldn't catch the window of the time that they're there. Well, Fiona, thank you for bringing that one in. That, that is um, a card that brings uh, both interest and mystery to it. I'll give you one very quick one now of mine. This is a picture of Canterbury Cathedral. And I think it's looking pretty impressive there. Yes, yeah. However, the correspondent did not agree with me. They said, cathedral, not as impressive as we had thought. (laughs) (laughs) They expected more of Canterbury Cathedral. Some people are quite hard to please. Well, actually, I'm on their side because I was in Canterbury for the first time earlier this this summer. Oh, really? Uh, And I I was working, I thought, and in the evening, I'm going to just go out and look at the cathedral. I couldn't find it. (laughs) I couldn't find it anywhere. And and I I made two attempts and I got people to, to send me maps and directions and things on, on my phone and I, I walked around I, I couldn't find the cathedral it must have gone out for the night because I, I just <laughs> I, I couldn't find it at all so to, to see it on a postcard is the most I've I've seen of Canterbury Cathedral <laughs> and you were in Canterbury yes I yeah. was okay, okay. I was in Canterbury that would be less impressive if it didn't exist <laughs> just in pictures or something yes. yeah I think they must put it behind something for for the night maybe yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, almost yeah. certainly what they do like with birds when you put a blanket <laughs> over its cage yeah. to stop to stop the cathedral tweeting so much <laughs> yes. to put the blanket over the cathedral at night yeah, yeah, i yeah. love it all those stop, posh old cars those bells. yeah yes. yeah okay yes. right yes. so it doesn't keep everyone awake at night yes yeah. i will try again sorry canterbury I got, I've um, I've done uh, gigs at the Marlow Theatre in Canterbury, and in the bathroom there, there's a beautiful view of out the window in the bathroom of the cathedral. Uh, back, backstage is um, you can just see the top of the cathedral towering over the trees. So whenever I'm there, I think oh, I should check that out. But maybe if I tried to go closer to it, it wouldn't yeah. be there. It, it, yeah. it just, it's like a, a mirage because I, yeah. I was staying on the university campus, so I could see it from the hill of the campus, and, right. and I. I Oh, I'm going to walk towards that now. Yeah. You need to get into this square. It's not there. There's obviously one view that you can you can see it from. Yeah. Oh, well, not. there was in. Is that 1988? Painting cathedrals on the windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there could be a bit of poetic license going on here. I don't know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to Podcasts from the Past, the Postcard Podcast. And my guests today are comedian Beck Hill and broadcaster Fiona Talkington. Now, Beck, what's the second card you've got for us? So the second card is one that I uh, found that I had forgotten about. I'd purchased it when I first moved over here 10 years ago and I was living in Edinburgh. And I'd, I'd moved over in part because of the man I'm now married to, who's from uh, Fife. And I guess I just found this and I thought it was quite cute and funny and decided to send it back home. So the the front is a little cartoon and it says, men are handsome and fit before 30. And then it's got like a buff uh, cartoon of a buff looking man and then a, a sort of girl looking at him with little love heart eyes saying, I want this man. And then it says, but men after 30. And then it's a man who's balding and put a bit more weight on. And then she's saying, I don't want him now, <laughs> which is harsh. <laughs> also, I felt terrible because I, I realized that um, my partner was 30 when, when I moved here. So, All right, so I'm not sure what I was trying to The writing was already on the postcard. Uh, yeah, I was trying to tell all my friends at home I've made a huge mistake or something. Oh, messages within messages. <laughs> And I realised that the card, it says, the reality of my Scotland as seen by a Chinese student. So I think she had been doing all these. I remember buying uh, a series of them and it was all things that she had sort of experienced. So it's a sort of comic sort of art postcard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you so you didn't send this? No, so I did. So I, what had happened, I'd sent, I've addressed it to my friends Aidan and Dan, who are friends back in Melbourne, and I think I asked for their address and they never gave it to me because I haven't addressed it. But I've written the card. So I've written, Dear Aidan and Dan, howdy. Scotland is cold, cloudy, but all right. I like seeing the men in their kilts. People here talk really loudly and call everyone pal. <laughs> I went to a football game. I put football in quotations because okay. clearly I didn't mean AFL. Right. I went to a football game here and this kid, no older than six, kept yelling, Ya blind referee! <laughs> It was funny. I get homesick when I think of you guys. There was a guy I saw recently with a knitted tie and it made me miss you. I don't know why <laughs> I've done that. I hope you're well. And then I've, I've It's the bits it that off. don't make sense anymore that are kind of the best bits in a way. I'm assuming at some stage Dan had a knitted tie. and right. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> that's very nice. So that, that's turned into a diary entry, really, because it, it never went any further. But also that's, I mean, that's pretty good for me because I don't tend to put too much detail in my, usually when I send postcards to my grandma, it is, it is, the weather is wet or the weather is warm and it's pretty generic. I have still mentioned the weather here, but, but I did manage to fit in a bit more of my, my thoughts of Scotland. If it's only you'd managed. a moment, isn't it, as, as well? And the, yeah. you know, the, the child and the way people spoke and everything. Yeah. It was like an impression. Well, that's, I that, don't that think I would even notice by, it now. by text or on WhatsApp that's today. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you were new. Yes. You were new and, and you, you'd, yeah, you'd be more sophisticated about your opinions on these things now. I it think I would. not new anymore. No, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I've seen loads of men in kilts now. It's less, <laughs> less uh, impressive. The guys on the front haven't got any kilts. No, well, they've got nothing on, do they? We, we, we don't see the full body. I should make that clear for the listeners. It's just the top halves. But, As um, if they're, they're looking out of a window and maybe... It the, does look like that. Maybe the kilts are on below already. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so they're partially dressed. Yeah. But you shouldn't yeah. feel too bad about not having sent it. I, it. When I look at a lot of old cards, I mean, you know, some of them really old, it's not unusual to find cards that were, were written, sometimes stamped, sometimes not stamped, that clearly never got sent. Mm. I, think it's, I think it's actually always been sort of the, the hiccup in the postcard process, getting the stamp on, getting it addressed, getting it to the postbox. So I think, you know, there are, there are lots of casualties like that. You mustn't feel bad about it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> And and the ones that are on the back say place stamp here. Very useful. <laughs> where else would you where would you put it? And that by the time perhaps you've got an airmail sticker on and maybe yes. one of those special stamps that's an elongated landscape of somewhere that, that leaves no room for you to write the card as well. I always end up to, I always end up writing up and around the place stamp here and then I'm always surprised when the stamp is larger than that square. (laughs) So I end up cutting off half of my writing and then doing a little arrow that says, this said this. And, yeah, I don't know how anyone manages to read read my postcards. So you probably should always put the stamp on first. It's like whether you put the milk in the tea or not. Put the stamp on first and then write the message. That should actually be the first thing you do when you land at an airport is just buy a book of stamps for whatever I've taken to doing that if I'm travelling in the UK. Stop on the motorway, Mm. go to Smith's, or order equivalent shop and buy a book of stamps. You know, you're, you're never going to use half of them. You'll lose the book, but you've got some ready to send cards from whatever town you're visiting. Yeah. But it's you can't do that abroad, really. So I suppose you could do it straight away. You go to the try and find the post office, but that can be a bit of a, mm. an ordeal. Well, I end up, I always end up going in. It's usually the souvenir shops where I end up saying, because they, the, you know, the official ones you have, like as part of a hotel or something, they normally have stamps and things. When yeah, they special price, <laughs> yeah, but then they always end up opening the big book that tells you how much you need to send it to whatever country, and uh, yeah, later on you're sort of doing your conversions and you're like, oh, that just sent me, that just cost me twelve pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could have couriered them something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next time I'm bringing them home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Now, Fiona, um, we've got now a card. From your life, really, I think. What's um? T- tell me about this second card. My life. Well, <laughs> I, I think it was because I I hoped that this might doing this might be part of my life. This is a photograph of a woman, and I remember my first impression was that uh, she w- was sliding down some 
marble banisters by some steps, perhaps in a silky skirt. And I remember my response to the sender of it was, oh, if only life were completely about just sliding down <laughs> banisters and, <laughs> and having fun. So it's a photograph taken in 1905. Wow. By, the card is, is a modern card, we should it's say. A but modern it's a modern card. So, so the photograph's photograph. in, in, a, in a gallery. I think it's in Chicago. Though the postcard was sent to me from Norway, where that, that's a big part of my life. So this was sent to me by a Norwegian singer I know very well. And we, we quite often swap postcards, particularly slightly wacky <laughs> ones or, or things that we would like to do or inhabit in some way. So that that was my first impression that, you know, she had sent this because actually we should just rid ourselves of all the stresses and things of life. Mm. And we, we should just, you know, put on our long silk skirts <laughs> and slide down, <laughs> m- you know, marble balustrades. Um, and she, she this, the, the woman here is absolutely beaming. She's got a big puff sleeve blouse on and big bow round the neck. It looks great fun. She looks mm. as if she's having a wonderful time. Otherwise, there's a little sort of mat at the bottom, but the steps are very, very large. She looks like she's flying, really. It's it's a sort of anti-gravitational moment. she does look as if she's flying and I can't quite work out whether she's doing the you know the banister's side saddle in a very elegant way you know if so. you were stepping mm. out of a stately home in your long silk skirt yeah. you probably would do it side saddle I'm wouldn't sure. you I think she must because there's no shadow either no on the steps Are you so she's certainly not some flying kind of photo trickery going on here well I don't think there is no I think she's sitting on a banister it was taken in 1905 I think this picture is in Chicago and the photographer was Jacques-Henri Lartigue and it's a picture of his cousin, Bichonard. And Jacques-Henri was nine when he took this photograph. He'd been given the camera when he was seven (laughs) and loved to photograph all his cousins and aunts and uncles mid-tennis game or doing extraordinary things. And he went on to photograph you know, planes and horse races, yeah. but real action shots. But the, the the fact that he was only nine, and you can yeah. imagine having this nine year old cousin who's going, "Oh, excuse me, you know, could you could you just throw yourself off the banisters? You know, could could you please stand on your head in the fish pond?" Yeah, um, photography but, was quite a business then. I mean, yeah, absolutely. you're looking not at big cheap. clunky cameras. Yeah, and, it's yeah. it's not just and low he hasn't got his his, well. his phone out, but he, he no. was really really interested, and he'd had this camera for for two years and was it was clearly both a, a wonder and probably an absolute you know pest to have a, around um got a great image there though but it's it's a beautiful image and when you asked me to come talk about postcards and knowing that i have sort of boxes and boxes of the things <laughs> that the image that popped into my mind was this card because i i just remember the joy of receiving it you know from the friend and and she doesn't mention in well. she's got gorgeous writing but she doesn't mention the picture because i i think that's quite typical that we would send a picture and the picture would say at all that i know you're going to laugh at this or i know you're going to be really moved by this it's the unstated yes. you know when you choose a postcard for somebody say you've been around a gallery and and you've you've bought a handful of postcards i try to to match the recipient to 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 something <laughs> That, that I've actually picked up and then I might get home and think, oh, no, if I send that, I hadn't noticed that sort of 
carrot in the corner, they'll, you know, what will they think of me? Yes. And, and then, then that's the, Sub, you end subtext. up keeping them. Yeah. So what, what sort of message is it she's sending? I mean, you don't have to read the whole message if you don't um, want to, but... So it's you know great to see you the last time uh, in Tallinn. So I, th- I think w- we were oh, perhaps both working in Estonia together, and since then she'd been working in Lisbon, and since then she'd met up with another singer that we both know, and so this other singer had also sent her love, and you know by the way, have you heard the latest album from in a different duo? And she said, I hope you enjoy the enclosed CD. And now the number of postcards I've got of people saying, I hope you enjoy the enclosed CD. <laughs> but Some probably less welcome than this. <laughs> yes, and, and I was really happy to have this uh, from her and you know, much love and kisses and, of course, a smile knowing that actually if, if she and I had perhaps been out on the town in, in Tallinn <laughs> and a couple of glasses of red wine, we may well have found the, 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 the steps. No banister and the, would have been safe. And, and, <laughs> exactly. We, we would have just pulled that silk skirt out of our bags and gone, come on, this, this is it, action shot. Um, well, look, thank you both very much for these cards. I think they've given us sort of these strange shattered insights into um, our strange shattered <laughs> lives. <laughs> But there's always a surprise. You never know quite what you're going to find. So, you know, I'm thrilled that you opened up your scrapbooks and your boxes and shared them with, with us and the listeners. A quick reminder for the listeners at home, images of all the cards uh, that we've talked about today will be on the website, postcardfromthepast.co.uk, including this next one. Now, again, I'm not doing a postcard from the past, Twitter-type one. I wanted to celebrate the fact that, we, that, that Beck is here doing her... She does her strange things with paper. <laughs> Here's a different card. So what do you think of this one? <laughs> so, so it's a it's a it's a cartoon card again, and it's a woman cutting off her hair while looking into a mirror, and her her hair seems to be a type. I'm really hoping it's a type of fur. Uh, I don't think it's. Or, I think it's facial. wool. I hope it's wool. Yes. Either way, it's. I'm hoping it's not human. And uh, so she's got real hair on her head that you can touch, and it says, "I shall feel a perfect puss with my tail docked." And I'll be honest, I I do not understand what this is meant to reference no, at all. I think it's from the 1920s, and I think they're making fun of the fact that women were starting to have shorter haircuts. I think that's what it's about. But it, it, the joke, I think, has disappeared through this <laughs> through almost a century, you know. And it's actually very short, but it's just the hair goes and then it stops. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not styled. It's, uh, so that's why know, I think it's gone. sort of. It looks like she has an undercut. To be fair, she's got the same haircut as me. I've got a little headscarf on today, but we've oh. we've got very similar hairstyles. None of this was meant personally. You must realise that. <laughs> I the... do feel like a perfect puss. <laughs> not the t- not the texture. No, no, no. I, I think you're, you're much more glamorous than. Oh, thank you. It's going, going a bit fuzzy. Obviously, she needs to get the right shampoo. But again, I think someone bought this and kept it. They never sent it. I think if it is making fun of of women and their hairstyles, then um. I don't know. I think I can accept, I can accept quaint misogyny if they've gone to that much effort. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't think it's particularly nice. I think it's um, it's quite a nasty message actually, saying don't be so foolish as to cut your hair. I think she but, looks great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and look, and she, you dress. know, she 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 looks a bit foolish with you know. So I think it's yeah, yeah. I think it's meant to be uh, 
good old-fashioned sexism, I mean, is what it is, <laughs> yeah. actually. Um, yeah, no, I think that's definitely what it is. Anyway, but a card with something stuck on it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I like sticking things to paper. Yes. So. I'm, I'm for it. For it. Yeah, <laughs> Joke forgiven because of the things stuck on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, well, before we let Fiona and Beck back out into a rather overcast Fitzrovia, I've got one more card for you both. Now, you actually, I think probably know what this is. Probably you should open this, Fiona, because I know you're very interested in um, Scandinavian, <laughs> Nordic music. So what, what have we got here? So it's quite an old envelope. I'm being very careful um, because it's a, it's a little bit torn and it's probably <laughs> A5 sized. And this is... Oh. oh. Right. It's... It's beautiful. It's got a lovely image. So it's um, it's a card that you play. Is it, the picture is, is, it, is it some kind of grotto cave. Yeah, yeah. it's all stalagmites so, and stalactites. I, I thought that could be a bit of uh, artwork from an ECM record. You stick that on the front. <laughs> it's it's so ECM. <laughs> have a word it, with him. Have a word with Mister Ike. It really is, <laughs> but um, it's in the Hall of the Mountain Kings from <gasps> from the Pier Gint. You're joking. Suite. I'm not joking. It's my favourite piece of uh, classical music. Uh, so. It's mysterious and fun and inventive and creative. And one of the postcards I nearly brought with me was of Grieg's burial spot in Trollhagen near Bergen. Um, uh, That would be like we'd done some pre-production. We should have had that. Oh, no. I've been to Bergen as well. In fact, I think it's in in my bag and it just didn't make the final (laughs) table. So, lieber Christian, so dear Christian, out of the fairy grotto, the... Energy of something is in the wild, and here is a group of something, Freund Siegfried. I, mi- I mistranslated most of that. Mm-hmm. Quite hard to I, read, I think, as well. Y- yes. So, this is the so, message on the back. Yes, this is the message on, on the back. It's a colour box postcard uh, made in Budapest. Yes, um, a lot of them were. Yes. And there we are. So in the Hall of the Mountain King, Gewandhaus, Leipzig Gewandhaus Orchestra, directed by Horst Stein. So this this is not just some back bedroom recording. This is mm. this is like a proper proper do, recording. Do you think we should um, give it a go? Yes. Well, David's um, been watching us and doing something in there. I'm sure, he'd like to come and uh, <laughs> see if we can stick on the turntable. I love that sound mm. going. Oh, yeah, we don't hear enough of that, do we? It's quite quiet. Starts off very quiet, doesn't it? (laughs) I don't know what the dynamic range you can get on a piece of cardboard is. Play, you play off CDs in the studio, do you? And, and on digital files? Or? Yeah. But no vinyl? I try. Do you? Yeah. I, I, I adore vinyl, and, but it means someone has to go into a separate room and then transferring it. Um, we should so definitely I be doing something... 78s sometimes and force people to, to go to a lot of trouble to get some 
ancient Armenian 78 onto the radio. Brilliant. Well, we're going to have to get a cardboard postcard record on. We'll, we'll make that happen. We'll make yeah. that happen. It's picking up a bit. We should be doing something very mischievous right now. All yours. Tearing apart the room, yeah. Yeah, now the madness starts. Well, as the cardboard grotto spins madly, that's it for this time on Podcasts from the Past. I'd very much like to thank my first-class guests for sharing the postcards from their past, Beck Hill and Fiona Talkington. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Bye for now. You can see more postcards with their messages posted every day on Twitter. Do follow me at Past Postcard. And you can buy the book, Postcard from the Past, by me, Tom Jackson, at Amazon and all good booksellers. And if you're looking for podcast production, check out wardorstudios.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.